Psalm 100, verses 4 and 5. Let me read it to you. It says, Enter into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. Hallelujah. And so today our, our title is Give Thanks to God. And I want to just look at some things that we can give thanks to God for. I'm not going to preach a long sermon, but I want to give you some points here this morning. Number one, we want to thank God that we are his workmanship. Ephesians chapter 2, and if you're taking notes, write these verses down, and when you go home, look at them and meditate on them and go over them again. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 says this, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. But our focus is on this, that we need to give thanks to God that he has created us to good works, but we are his workmanship. You see, when you look at the beginning of that chapter, it says that before we were saved, before we were born again, we were doing a lot of things that were not good and not right. The Bible says there is none good, no, not one, right? Except for God, the Father. Everything we were doing before the Lord, whether we were trying to do the right thing or not, we were not able to do the right thing in God's eyes. And so God had to step in and he, he had to fashion us, make us new, so he had to fashion us aright so that we could do the right thing. You understand what I'm trying to say? Because we, in and, uh, you and I, in and of ourselves, without God stepping into our lives, we are incapable, unable to do the right thing. Amen. Without God in our lives, working in us, we cannot do the right thing. We need God. God says we need him. There is none good but God. And the Bible says, in the Old Testament, says what? All our, all our righteousness is like what? Filthy rags, right? Until we take in the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. See, God wants us to do good works, but he wants to work in us to do it. It means he's our workmanship. If you're a construction, I don't know, you do construction, brother, or whatever. What you do is your workmanship. You take something and you work on it, you build it, you make it into something, right? And then when you're done, when you build it, it's your it's your workmanship. I didn't do it. She didn't do it. You did it. And so when God says we are his workmanship, it means God is working in your life, your particular life, your life, and he's working in you to do good. God wants to make your life fruitful for his glory and for his namesake. God wants to produce, bring out of you, cause you to do good works. And we can't do it unless he's working in us to cause us to do that. And so sometimes we strive to do things on our own when we just got to say, I got to let go and let God work in me. Because if God's working in me, He's going to cause me to do the good works that he desires me to do. God has given you giftings and talents. Every one of us is different. You know, I would love to sing, but if I got up here and sing, it, it, 
I don't think they got the key to, yet. You know, my my voice, not, I would like to, but that's not my gifting and talent. I'm not gifted and talented to get up here and sing. All right? I have other giftings and talents. And so when we find out what is the, what was I born with, what is the desire of my heart that God has given me, what is my gifting and my talent? And because people are always asking, what is my will? What is God's will for my life? What, where is my... Look inside yourself and say, what is the gifting and talent that God has given me naturally, spiritually? And that is where God will work his work in your gifting that he has given you, in the talents that he has given you. And God will use your giftings and talents to bring forth good works. If we try to step into something that we're not gifted and talented at, like me trying to sing, it's not going to work too good. Right? But if I get into the place where God, into the giftings and talents that God has given me, I give him the glory because he's working the work in me to make me the best I could be to, to bring forth something good for his glory. And God is looking into your, God is working into your life to bring forth out of you the giftings and the talents he has naturally given you so that he can do a good thing. And so, all we have to do is rest in the Lord, look to him, look to his word, say, yes, Lord, here am I. I'm your vessel. Work your work in me. Read the word of God and let the word of God work in your life. That's why we are the Bible church, is the word of God, as, as we heard testimony today, is powerful. The word of God working in you will work a good thing. Will work a good thing. And so we need to thank God. You know, a hammer cannot be a saw, and a saw can't hammer a nail. I mean, you could try, but it's not going to work too good. You need a hammer to hammer a nail. You need a saw to cut some wood, right? The saw can't say, I want to be the hammer, and the hammer can't say, I want to be the saw. But you take those things and use them for what they're intended, and you get the job done. And so God brings us all together. We have all different giftings, all different talents, but together we make something beautiful for God because God's workmanship in us is bringing our giftings and talents together. What I can do, you cannot. What you can do, I cannot. But together we can make something beautiful for God. Amen. And so be thankful that God is at work in your life. How many of you can say amen? God's at work in me. He is. If you're born again, he's at work in you. And it's a good work. Thank God that he brought us. And we want to remember three things. That God delivered us from the depths of stuff. And that, number two, he's raised us up to new heights to be seated with Christ. And third, the means by which he took us out and raised us up is what? Is the cross of Jesus Christ. That through the cross, God has caused our sins to be washed away. Through the resurrection, he has enabled us to rise with him. And so, you see, God did the work for you. He provided Jesus to die for your sins. He rolled the stone away and by the power of God raised him up on the third day that you could be raised up so that why? God can enter into your life and do a good work. Thank God. Thank you, Father, for coming into my life to do a good work. And I know you're not through. God is working on you until the day he calls us home. And so be thankful that God has chosen and desired to work in your life. Do you know that? Is it a good thing? 
to say that God is at work in my life. I'm not done. I've got a long way to go, but God is still working on me. Amen? And let him work on you. Secondly, give thanks to God that he is inside of us, that he's in us. In John chapter 17, verse 23, the Bible says, Jesus is praying, and he says, I in them, meaning the disciples, I in them, and you, thou, Father, in me, that they may be made perfect, mature in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me, and hast loved them, and that I have loved them as you have loved me. Jesus makes it very clear that he's the, he's the mediating link. He's the mediator between God and you. And that God came, Jesus has come into your life to do a good work in you. Jesus has come to bring you hope, to bring you peace, to bring you joy, to bring you comfort, to bring you a healing and wholeness. Whatever the need is, Jesus is inside of you to do the work. Because you can't work on something from the outside. Certain things you can't work on from the outside. From the outside, you can clip my hair. From the outside, you can maybe give me a nice suit to wear. But what about the inside of me? You know, a barber can't go, a surgeon can't go inside. Well, you have to get inside, right? And so there's certain things that are inside of us that can't be fixed by the just the outward. And so Christ had to come into our lives, into our hearts, so that he can do a good work inside of you. And Jesus works from the inside out. You know what they say? You can't, you, you know, you, you got to catch a fish before you can clean it. But Jesus comes into our lives so that he can work inside of us. And Jesus says this. He says, I'm in you and you're in me. So God, how does God work in your life? Jesus makes it very clear. God works in your life through Jesus. Without Jesus, God can't get inside of you. And so when we, when we are born again, when we accept Jesus as Savior and Lord, you open the door for God to work in you through Jesus Christ. That's why we call upon the name of Jesus. That's why Jesus is the living word of God. This is why Jesus will work in your life, because God, Jesus said, Father, I'm in them and you're in me. And it's the power of God in Christ working in you that will change you and transform you all the days of your life. God will never leave you nor forsake you. And Jesus says, Father, as you have loved me, so I love them. Do you know that Jesus loves you? Do you know that Jesus loves you? Christians, some Christians have a hard time saying that Jesus loves you. They know what the word says, but the reality is we have to know Jesus loves me. This I know. How many of the little kids, the children sing it? Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Once you understand that Jesus loves you and he's in you to do a good work in you, Jesus isn't in you to punish you. Jesus isn't in you to condemn you. Jesus is inside of you to encourage you, to enrich you, to do a good thing in your heart and soul and spirit and body. And so we need to give thanks that God is in us, that fellowship we have is with God through Jesus. 
And it's a supernatural fellowship. It's a supernatural union because it can't happen unless God supernaturally makes a way for Jesus to be living inside of you. It's supernatural. How many of you know that? God is a supernatural God. He does more than we could ask or imagine. And not only is that that relationship and union that we have inside of us, it's supernatural, but it's eternal. God said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And that relationship that Jesus inside of you enriches you. It makes your life better. It makes you, it gives you the strength you need. It gives you everything that you need to face life daily and around you. And it makes your life fruitful. So we need to thank God. Also in Acts chapter 17, verse number 28. I just want to give you two more things and then we'll end. Number three is thank God that in Him we live and move and breathe and have our being. Acts chapter 17, verse 28. Take a note of that. In Him we live and move and have our being. What is that saying? We need Jesus in our lives. And Jesus is in our lives. And he's in us to do a good work. He's in your life to create in you something beautiful. He's in your life to make your, your life glorious and fruitful for his name's sake. He's in you that you can put your hands to the plow for the work of the Lord. And God will make it fruitful for his kingdom and for his glory. We need Jesus in our lives because we need his presence. We need Jesus' presence in us. I need Jesus present with me all the time. How about you? I don't go to visit Jesus. I go that Jesus might live in my heart 24-7. Amen? What does his word say? I'll never leave you and I will never forsake you. And so we have to understand that Jesus is with us no matter what you're facing, when you look out the window, whether the sun is shining or the sky is cloudy or a storm is brewing, you need to know that Jesus is with you, right? When you're driving down a dark road at night, you just need to know that Jesus is my light. He's in me. He's with me. We need his presence. And why do we need his presence? Because we also need his power. His, when, when his presence is there, his power is there. You know? And so when you have Jesus, when you've got that battery in you, you got the full power. You know, the Energizer Bunny, you know, he needs the battery, but the battery is power. It's not just the battery, but there's power in that battery that keeps that Energizer, energizer Bunny going, right? And it's the power of God, the Holy Spirit of God, the power in, in us that is in Christ, the true Christ, that enables us, gives us the power to live for God. It gives us the power to to accomplish what God desires us to accomplish because God is doing a good work in you and God gives you the power through the Holy Spirit in you to do what needs to be done because it is not by might and it is not by power but by my spirit, says the Lord, that all things can be accomplished. We don't accomplish. We're his workmanship. We can't accomplish things in our own strength, in our own power, in our own way. We have to have a need for Jesus' presence in our lives and his power in our lives. And if we have his presence and his power in our lives, then we will be able to do his purpose 
in our life. Because his presence and his power produce his purpose for your life. Your life has a purpose. Every one of your lives has a purpose. God doesn't enter into a life. God doesn't redeem a life or enter into a life and say, there's nothing, there's no purpose for you. I don't even know why I came here. God doesn't do that. God enters into your life with a purpose. And he enters in and his presence and his power will bring forth his purpose through your life. You are created special and unique for the purposes of the kingdom of God. God has a special plan and purpose for your life. I've come to give you a future and a hope, a plan, a purpose. And so we need Jesus in, in, in our lives because his presence brings his power, brings his purpose for us. And when that, when those things are clicking, when those things are in you, it produces a peace that passes all understanding. Lord, I'm not laboring on my own. That is your work in me. That is your workmanship in me is making me who I need to be. And I can rest in your purpose. I can rest in your power. I rest in your presence with me. So I don't have to fret, fret, fret. I don't have to worry. I don't have to become anxious because, Lord, I can't do anything without you. But in you, I live and move and have my being. Hallelujah. And lastly, I want to just end it with this so that we can go down here to fellowship. Lastly is this. Thank God that we are not of this world. John chapter 17, verse number 16. Jesus says, Father, they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. He says, you're in the world, but not of the world. I thank God. I just thank God that I am in the world, but not of it. I thank God that I'm of the kingdom of God, that I'm a new creation in Jesus Christ, that I have a home in heaven. I have a purpose and a plan on this earth to preach the gospel, to bring it, to pull alongside of someone and say, let's pray together. Let's encourage each other. Let's build each other up. We have a work to do, a good work to do. We have a purpose, and one of the purposes is to build each other up. How many of you know that? We need to build each other up. We need to encourage one another. Be, or let God, let cause God to work in you so that you can be who you are. I don't want you to be like me. I don't want you to be like someone else. And we've got to stop trying to compare and measure or be like someone else. We've got to be who we are meant to be. And that's what we're here for, to encourage you. You need to be who God made you to be. And the giftings and talents, I'll stand alongside of you. And we'll, we'll find a way that, that God can use those giftings and talents that you have that are unique and special. And together, we'll make something beautiful to God. And together, we will praise his name. And together, we will give thanks to the Lord of glory that he's done a wonderful work in our lives. And that's why as we come together, we're all different, but we need each other. We need each other. We need the differences. We need your bouquet of flowers is so beautiful. Why? Because all different colors and different flowers, but together, don't they look beautiful? Don't they? Praise the Lord. And that's how we should be as a church. All different, all different giftings, all different talents, 
but we have a purpose, we have a plan, and together we do a beautiful work for the Lord. Hallelujah. And that's why Psalm 92, verse 1 says this, and we're going to end it there. It said, it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises to His, to thy name, O Most High. We have so much to give thanks to God for. I just touched on a few little things here this morning. We have so much. But remember this. We are his workmanship. God is at work in your life to make you special and unique for his glory and for his name's sake. But we need each other. We need each other. And together, his workmanship comes and forms a beautiful thing together. Amen? You have a purpose. Christ in you. He has created you to good works for his glory. I don't care how young you are, how old you are. God is not through with you. God is not done with you. God is working in you for his glory and for his name's sake. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And that's why it says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with great praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, these people, the, we live on a corner where the, where the school kids, when they come out of school, they come out on our corner with their cars and they got their boom boxes or their radios blasting and boom, boom, bang, bang, boom, boom. And I thank God that, you know, I used to be like that. I used to do that, you know. I was one of them. I know, you know. But I know that I have something better than boom, boom, and bang, bang. I've got, I'm praising my God because of the power of God in my life that redeemed me and changed me. And so I thank God that I'm not like that anymore. But I pray for those boom, booms, and bang, bangs. When they go down the street, that, that was like me. And somebody's got to start praying for those, those cars that are, that are having the windows blasted out with the booms and the bangs. But, you know, Pray for the people around your life also. But thank God for the power of God in your life that has changed you and transformed you and is continually doing a good thing in your life. Amen? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Stand with me this morning.